Greetings. I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Darren. And you are. Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Monday, April 15th, 2019, and this is episode 611, entitled Heirlooms Already. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my two awesome co-hosts. Hey, Constrax, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, I'm uh, feeling better. I'm sleeping a lot. I'm sleeping like 12 hours a day, but uh, all in all, I'm uh, playing lots of WoW, and... Um, Doing uh, small chores around the house. Sounds like a plan. Hey, Grand Nagus, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Maybe 11 hours of sleep for me, but yeah, pretty much the same thing. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Just... Excellent, excellent. All right, so what's going on this week? Anything special? We just got finished with um, the Dark Moon Fair. Yeah. Did yeah, you use up your, your uh, tokens that I gave you for Warlords? I did, and uh, April's getting there, but that's part of it. So how much did you get exalted with anybody or revered? Uh, I did. I'll uh, have to look at the screenshots I took. And, uh, I awesome. Think- Nice. Talk about it down my Wonderful. Segment. No, we have, yeah, we have something going on. Mm. We have a PvP brawl starting tomorrow. This week is a Cataclysm. Um, we just, we're wrapping up tomorrow, Cataclysm, time walking. Mm. Yes. I and know because I've gone many times. I love Cataclysm dungeons. And if you want to know what's up with Savannah's, at least know a little more about what's up with Sylvanas. And you can't get enough of what's up with her. <laughs> you can go and do the raid that starts tomorrow that unlocks tomorrow. Oh nice. On normal difficulty. No, yes, on normal work difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um uh, if you've done the quest chain with the with the dagger already, uh, that's going to be the conclusion of sorts. Apparently, maybe like vaguely. So yeah, uh, because it ends. The, the that quest chain ends inside the raid dungeon, Crucible of Storms. Mm. Although you go in there by yourself, but I don't want to spoil anything. But right, uh, right. yeah, so and and you leave that ominous dagger in there after uh, after you you exit it again after you finish. 
and then stuff happens after that. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but again, that's kind of crucial. It's like a tie-in story-wise, law-wise for the Ashara stuff that's going to happen in 8.2. Oh yeah, 8.2, that was that little uh, thing that happened last week. Right, right. Where some people were flown, shipped, whatever, transported. Yeah. I'm not sure how many use the mage portals, but okay, that's a different thing. The two Elvine, and they got to chat with a whole bunch of developers and uh, people from Blizzard about 8.2 and we can quickly not so quickly but we can go over some of the things that is apparently going to uh, happen With, with 8.2, like basic stuff, uh, for one, we are going to, according to the patch, or, uh, according to the reveal, let's stick with the official reveal. Right. Uh, there are so many interviews and things and other stuff that uh, people did on their own take. But let's stay with the official rise of Ashara preview for now. We are going to see... Let me just pull it up. Here we go. Um, Story-wise, we are going to, to see, like I mentioned, Sylvanas sets everything off, basically. She walks into that dungeon, mm-hmm. uh, that, that raid dungeon that we were in, and we left the, the dagger there, and she goes in after us, basically, and then stuff happens. And she sets sail for something, and the alliance chases her. Uh, in the form of, of, of Jaina and some other people on her ship. Right. And then Ashara uh, chooses that time to, to strike at us. So right. she opens up the seas and our ships get, get, get uh, dry land, basically. All the, it's as if uh, your ships were sailing on the on the uh, Red Sea when 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 Moses parted it. Right, right, right. And they just plummet down to the bottom of the sea to the sea floor, and and break, and a whole bunch of people from our ships die. But mm. the survivors, obviously including us, we discover Nashatar, the the big. Um, uh, Naga City or continent in this case mm. uh, body of, of land you cannot say because it's it, it's a it's just a area of of uh, 
sea floor that has been devoid of water. That's mm. what it is. Mm. So, yeah, and um, the Horde meets a new faction that they ally with. They call it the Unshackled, and the Alliance meet the Ankuram. Um, and they ally with the respective those respective factions and build bases and uh, nurture those those uh, new alliances and uh, we get a new yet old system that is called combat allies which we haven't had yet we had the the uh, original iteration back in the garrisons where you could pick your bodyguards. Right. You, you had five different uh, people. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, followers that, that, that had the trade bodyguard. Yeah. And you could pick one of them to accompany you. Uh, or you had Vivian on the horde. You also had a paladin who could help summon an ally. It was great. Yeah. So and basically, you could level them up through three uh, ranks, and then they got uh, more abilities. Um, And then we had the same kind of thing, basically in a little variation where you have uh, in in legion yeah um and now we have the same basic system again where we can pick and choose from three we will be able to pick one of three combat allies to adventure with us day day to day the question i have this isn't clear and, and uh, the 8.2 PTR will most certainly uh, clarify it. Is it permanently picked one of three, or can you pick and choose from those three? Uh, you can uh, swap them out whenever you, you, you so choose, or as ever. I'm not sure about that yet. But they did, that's... They, they that's did the, uh, cinematic or the video and the it was explained in there but like you said it wasn't 100% clear how it was going to work yeah exactly so uh, what they what the new system is is basically that something totally unique is that you level them in character levels just like you level your own two and the max level for now is 30 so whether they're going to get abilities over the uh, duration of the of the leveling process, or if they're going to get uh, just going to get stronger, or we don't know yet. Mm. But we'll see. But like that's like a new thing that we have thirty levels for them to go through. We'll see. Um, they have their own daily quests. Mm. So you have to do, we have to do with them uh, their own daily quests for them, leveling them to make them stronger, give them new abilities. There we go. 
unlocks cosmetics and helps progress the story. So apparently you can get cosmetics, whether those are exclusive to the follower, to the combat ally, that will be interesting. But again, we'll see. Nashata will have an emissary reputation. So there is another uh, reputation in the in the cycle. It's going to be be uh, expanded on. Um, so we'll see if you if you haven't gotten your normal rep up. Uh, don't and you want to to uh, boost one pretty fast. The shorter the rotation is, the lesser <coughs> you have in your rotation, the faster <coughs> the old ones or the other ones come around. So you should go and get it done now, I would imagine. Because mm. again, the more factions you have in the rotation, the longer there is between the one that you desire. So uh, more work quests can be unlocked through questing. Story involves building up a base, discovering how to counter the Naga and getting the Javelin of Thurma artifact from Zinashari to break open the gates of the of uh, Ashara's Eternal Palace, which is the uh, 8.2 raid. So once once that happens, once you're able to to unlock that, you can you can already go in. We are going to get a new underwater boss in that race. People were always saying underwater fighting three dimensional. That isn't isn't really cool. And many people were like really really not happy with 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 Bashir back then. Right. But well, it uh, takes some getting used to. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll see what happens. For now, they say uh, in, in that uh, new raid, we're going to see one underwater boss, which I think is okay. It's the, apparently the second boss in the raid, so it's not the very first. So that's, yeah. And it's an eight-boss dungeon, as far as I understood. So there's that. That's Najatar. <laughs> then we have the thing that I'm. I'm not sure if I'm more, more hyped about, more interested in, maybe a different kind of interested in, because it's a totally different new playstyle, and that's Mechagon. Mechagon is an island off of the coast of I think. Oh, is it? Is it Stormsong? I think so. Off of the coast of Stormsong to the to the west. I, uh, that's where it where, where it's apparently located. And you do a little quest uh, chain in the mechanical area on the on on Kultiras, I think. What what is it? What what zone is it in constructs? Do you know? 
Or which one? The 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 uh, scrapyard. Oh, I. I is, is it in Tiergard? Uh, I think so, but I'm not. I'm not I haven't off. figured it out yet. Yeah, but, but I know in um, in the south of Tiergard, there's a pile of uh, dogs on top of a. Yeah, there's a scrap. That's a scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the place where you go to start the quest to then eventually gain access to, to Metricon. Okay. Um, if you do it now, before 8.2, you will have the quest end at the door that you eventually open, and then it, it just it dies the quest. There's like no more and come back later or something like that or more research needs to be uh, done or something to that effect. And that's where where the stuff picks up once once 8.2 launches. Right. Um, Rasbold is uh, a little town uh that has been fighting against King King Megagon. Right. Uh, apparently, we are uh, going to the island, and then what I've heard that that Megagon is is basically it's a kind of sandbox type of playstyle. Someone said. Uh, similar to uh, Timeless Isle. Okay. Which I really like. Right. It's, it's apparently the most sandbox uh, style content we've had so far in World of Warcraft. Uh, and you can do quests, you can... Uh, gather resources, you can kill rares, much like the same way you kill rares on, on the uh, on the Timeless Isle. They're not up all the time, like on Timeless Isle, they aren't up either all the time. So uh, we get a new trinket, much like we got the Pandaren Dragonling back in the day where you could add cock wheels to to modify it, mm. you remember right. that? Yeah. Where you had the three slots. Yeah. Where you could like. Right. Add, could, the engineer yeah. could make the cogs. They had certain. Exactly. Characteristics. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. They had secondary stats. Exactly. Right. Now you get the same type of of trinket, but you don't put cogwheels in it. You put punch cards in it, <laughs> and, and and punch cards. They have to come up with a name, the thing. Uh, and another thing is, they all have colors. Like like, remember we had the, the color gem slots, right? Yeah. Right. And meta. now we have the prismatic gem slots, right? With the right. punch cards, they go back to the yellow, red, and blue. Uh, system where you can only put you have uh, three slots, one of each color, and you can only put a punch card of each color uh, in your in your trinket. 
Mm. And they apparently have abilities, not pure stats. So they expand a little on on the on the system. So I, I think that that's a nice idea. And you can there are so many ways where you can that you can find these these uh, punch cards as an engineer. I hope. And uh, this is uh, uh, going into my content just a little bit. Just a hint is I'm starting to level an engineer now. On the oh, music. because, yeah, why you? This would be the perfect time. Yeah, gnomish engineer because Mexican gnomes and so, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, but, but more about that later. Um, during the... Uh during the video presentation, they said there was going to be heritage armor for uh, the Mexican. Get into that. Yeah. Get into that. Yeah. Yeah, Mexican. Eventually, we are going to see a a, um, a the Mechagon dungeon. It's the Mecha dun- It's called Operation Mechagon, and it's a mega dungeon. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's Basically, the double dungeon in, in the ca- new Karazhan format. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Where, where you have, for, for now, it's a mythic only and a uh, split dungeon where it's an upper and a lower or front and, 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 and back or whatever, however they want to call it, with four bosses each. And the latter part obviously is with where you where you go and kill King Megagon, the the big baddie of the of the island. Um, I think I'm really really going to like it. I think that Lita is not going to like it mm. because. We are going to get a new version of uh, the bigger bag achievement. Oh no! Oh yes. And you don't know. You know what? 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 Lita's uh, favorite collection uh, thing is? You know what she likes to collect the most? Pets. Toys. Pets. Oh, no. Mount. Oh, right, right. And you know what the achievement reward is? Mm. A mount. A mount. <laughs> a wheel mount. A wheel that you drive in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen you that. You sit that. inside awesome. the wheel and drive it. Wow. Yeah. It spins around, around you. you. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, just like uh, Men in Black Three, where they go back in time and they don't have the fast car, but they have yeah. the the wheel thingies. Mm. So, so uh, yeah, that's apparently the the achievement meta achievement or achievement reward for doing all the things on Mechagon Island. Uh, so, Lita is not going to be happy, I would imagine. Anyway, uh, yeah, we get uh, and, and the uh, uh, 
a thing called compute, uh, pocket size computational device. That's the new trinket. Mm. So yeah, let's let's see what what um, we're going to get more Magni Bronzebeard stuff about the the heart of Azeroth, uh, the chamber of heart. Yeah. Uh, we are going to have a whole bunch of, of uh, Azeroth, uh, Heart of Azeroth changes, and uh, not only changes, but, but in introduction of new systems. Remember when I, when I said some months ago that I don't see them repairing the, the Azerite armor gear, but they should much rather put stuff on uh, abilities on the on the necklace remember I said that right that's exactly what they're going to do now <laughs> you think they're listening to the podcast uh, <laughs> I, I I don't see why they didn't do that in the first place <laughs> well you have a necklace but it just has power yeah okay and anyway the they are going to put some 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 stuff on it, uh, like a mini progression uh, web of abilities, uh, like your artifact weapons. Not as uh, not as much, like I said, but like a mini version of it. Uh, you get some new features called essences, and those are, uh, you could call them gems with abilities. Um, they are, uh, these gems or these essences have, have rarities, and the higher rarity, the higher quality, the more powerful they are. And they all have a minor and a major trait. The major trait is an active ability and the minor trait is a passive ability. And if you put the, and, and the Heart of Azeroth has one big active major slot, and up to three uh, minor slots. So if you put any of the uh, essences into the minor, uh, into the major slot in the middle that's open at, from the get-go, regardless of what rarity and what uh, quality it is, it's going to have the major, the active, and the minor, the passive ability unlocked right from the get-go, as soon as you put it in there. If you exchange it for something else, it's not going to be destroyed. So it's not like, oh, I want to change it out, and so sad you need to find a new copy of it. That's, that's not how it's going to work, thankfully. So, uh, 
Um, there are normal rarities of these. Uh, they start with uncommon, rare, epic. Those three are the normal rarities. And, and uh, then you have a leg, uh, legendary version of them too, but they are only cosmetic where you get a special uh, visual ability to, for them to proc. Whether they only proc off of the active ability, I don't know. They haven't said that yet, but we'll see. Uh, we can play with that system from the get-go once 8.2 PTR drops within the next few days, apparently. So we'll see what that is going to, to be, that system. I really, really like it that they are going to put it out there uh, from the get-go and let people uh, react to it and give their feedback as soon as possible and not hold stuff back that is so essential to to the end game. Okay, what more do we have? I'm just going to go over some other stuff that's, that's not very essential yet new. We are going to get more war campaign content. We are going to see a heroic warfront. So the first warfront, the Stromgard one, is going to be available as a heroic version. No new warfront yet. PvP, we are going to get a new arena, the Robodrome, which is apparently maybe on Mechagon Island. Mm. And Ashran is going to make a return. So everyone that wants to make to finish their their uh, garrison achievements on the PvP side, they can go and do that now. If you haven't done it so, you can do it now. I think that's a really uh, really great thing that they're going to bring it back finally. Um, island expeditions, we're going to get new rewards. No you no longer need the universal translator for the construct in the garrison. That's been removed. Okay. So, so you don't need the parts from Ashran. Oh, okay. Those have been taken out. Now there's only four four required components. Oh, cool. Good yeah. to know. Thank you. No worries. Maybe they're going to reintroduce them. Who knows? <laughs> Doubt it. I think that once it's taken out of the game, they uh, uh, yeah. they don't bring those back. They're great items, I think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, island expeditions, we're going to see new rewards, and we're going to see two new islands. I'm not going to go into those too much. Only so much. Uh, one is a law reference to back to Warcraft 2. It's called Crestfall. We are going to finally see flying in 8.2. So we're going to see Pathfinder Part 2 with the normal requirements that they had for uh, 6.2 and 7.2. I would imagine with stuff that you need for 
flying is unlocked in Kult, uh, in Kultiras, in Zangalar, in Mechagon, and in Nashatar. So both new zones will have flying enabled as well once you unlock it. Which leads me to believe that we most likely will see a another new zone in 8.3, but that's down the line sometime. Then we're going to have something that's very controversial. It's a minor thing, but it's very controversial nonetheless, and that's mount equipment. Basically, what that is, is you are going to see, once you log in the first time um, at 8.2, when that has launched a kind of gem slot beneath your mount list in your mount tab that is empty. And for now, we know of three equipment types uh, equipments that they've uh, talked about. We don't know if there are going to be more, but for now, we are going to have uh, a mount equipment that lets you walk on water, which is the controversial type. And we're going to have one that, that makes you uh, immune to days while, you mount, uh, while you're mounted. And another one is a parachute where you can jump off a cliff while mounted and parachute down. Um, the latter two are, are normal things, I would imagine. The first one, the water walking is what makes, what, what, what has, has the most uh, controversy because we have uh, water spiders and people say well I've got that and when you introduce a, a equipment like that uh, it devalues my time I, uh, I spent to grind that unique mount uh, that has that unique special ability and I can see that um, I can also see that if you spend enough money, if you do enough things to get these these uh, these bound equipment items, uh, yeah, that's that's something that you can use. Um, and the most controversial thing is that with the introduction of that. A water walking mount equipment, your water strider will lose the ability that it has to walk on water. Well, what, what use is it then? <laughs> it does, it, it's, that's not the, the whole premise. They were saying that you can use any mount to walk on water. The yes. premise being that you don't have to ride a bug if you don't want to ride the bug. Some people are bug averse. Um, so I, I get that. I would, I would think the better idea, because they they mentioned that uh, there are mounts with special abilities, just like, for instance, the sky golem. 
the sky golem has a special ability, and that is you can pick herbs while mounted. Right. Yes. So you cannot stack two special abilities, which means the any of the mount ability you put into with the you activate by using the mount equipment will not work because it already it, it, it's immune to that so to speak because it already has its built-in special ability why not make the water striders have the same type of of special ability make that a special ability so that so that you can use the uh, another ability uh, or another equipment on a on another on another mount because if you want to use say you want to use a pair, uh, a shoot you can still use the water strider to walk on water. You just can't use the chute on your water strider. Um. If, if, if it's the same logic, because your 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 water strider is immune, so to speak, to to any of the slots that you have filled. If it were to be a special ability like the Sky Golem, that would mean that if they were to implement the same rule for the Water Strider, that would make it immune to either the anti-days or the the shoot, which I totally could live with. I think that would be a better way to 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 approach it, a better uh, yeah. A, better way to do it and then you can if you then want to use your your mount uh, water walking thing for anything else that's your choice but it shouldn't make the the uniqueness of the of, of the bug go away they, they shouldn't do that in my in, in my opinion but yeah, okay. <sighs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Getting all riled up here. That's 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 a thing that's that's what I that's my my two cents worth of, of, of input there. Um, new new rewards. We get a couple of, of uh, pets and we get among others, like I mentioned, the mechano wheel mount and we get a crab mount. Now you know how crabs move, right? Sideways. sideways. They move sideways. And so does the mount. Right. So you'll have a mount that moves sideways now. Which many people will, I'm not sure. It's just going to be funny. But it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, you need to get used to that. Um, yeah. Some miscellaneous things to end it off with. Uh, we're gonna get new mission table missions oh. and mechanics. Mechanics, I would imagine, have to do with the uh, um, with the new type of, of, of follower 
your your combat ally. I think that's got something to do with it. Uh, new war mode additions, whatever those are, we don't know yet. New profession recipes, whatever they are. The last ones weren't as interesting. I finished the alchemy one. Haven't crafted the thing yet. Mm. I started on the enchanting thing. Haven't finished that either yet. So not even the quest yet. I'm not sure yet. But uh, and we're going to get a giant Brewfest revamp. Oh my god, that would be wonderful. Yeah, including a pretzel hat and an eating contest. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically what what's in store for us um, with with 8.2 for now. All right. We still have to wait till the 22nd for Noble Garden, which blows me away because I think Yeah, it's and Noble Garden is is not being being changed obviously. Mm. What I think is interesting is that uh, they said something well, they said that uh, they were doing a major revamp for, for Brewfest but Brewfest is a couple of is months away mm. so months it's in October isn't it yeah it's September September okay September going into October okay um, which for me that's that's the question aren't they going to change anything else before then yeah because if they emphasize the change as much as they obviously do now that for me is a hint at or, or more than a hint at yeah you're going to get that that one revamp but nothing else, or hardly anything else. So, yeah. But again, I would be happy if that wasn't the only thing, but I'm afraid that it will be. But again, yeah. Let's see. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's very um, comforting. <laughs> those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how's your weekend wow been? Uh, my weekend wow has been uber fantastic. Um, like I said earlier, the Cataclysm dungeons were in, and I think I've run it on between seven to 12 characters. Mm. I, I just have so much fun in there. Um, there's characters like um, my hunter on Earthen Ring that has gone in again and again, sometimes for super fun runs. And then I discovered that the Beast Mastery is not my thing. Mm. I mentioned last week that I got the uh, artifact Talon Claw. Mm. And as soon as I loaded Talon Claw, on 
and has switched over from Beast Mastery to um, to survival. survival. I ran into Rexar and I said, "Give me a big hug." <laughs> I was like, "This is my style. I'm the hunter that basically ratchets, throws the spear away, and then yanks himself to the prey, and then beats the crap out of it with the pet." And uh, the survival is much, much, much smoother for my leveling. It's much smoother for my, uh, I wouldn't say PvP yet, because I haven't gone in just yet. But um, I like the uh, aspect of the turtle. Immediately, you're protected from incoming damage. And you can feign death. You can uh, disengage. You can... Um, basically just harass the target without um, your pet uh, basically taking all the damage. So if your pet, if you can't heal your pet enough, you can decide to turn Growl off and you can decide that you're tanking whatever uh, needs to die. And uh, when you go in dungeons, um, there's much less uh, aggro from the uh, tanks because the word hunt hard stops coming up. <laughs> they can see that you're in the fight and you're using your trinket to pop up the trendles, the tendrils from the ground and you're using traps correctly you're only trapping or um, uh, doing the ice trap on targets that are problematic you can mark targets because you're in the fray, you're not able to pull away as back, far back with the camera, so it's not as hard to target stuff that's far away you can, you're much like um What's that dungeon where you, you're on the iron docks? Uh, basically, you're you're going all the way to the end to the the huge gron, and they have those two orcs that are trying to uh, mash everybody up. I've done that with mages. I've done that with hunters. I've done that with death knights. I've done that with. Uh, I've I've even done it with my shaman. And that's iron docks. I think that's what it's called. Okay, well, I've, basically that one's popped up on all all my runs, just about, and I have uh, I have had a lot of fun there because not everyone knows what to do, and when somebody dies and you scoop up, you scoop up basically the group and you keep going and you just say uh, release and run back, and basically the they've changed the respawns. You respawns all the start now. You respawn either halfway in the dungeon or you respawn like close to the end. So it's it's very, very much been improved and uh, there's a, a smoothness and a flow to it. Um, very few people die. Uh, occasionally you stepped in the poo. I've had uh, the dungeon come up where I'm trying to explain to everyone not to stand in Sylvana's purple crap on the ground. Nobody gets it. It's instantly a wipe every time because she'll kill the tank. And once she kills the tank, uh, nobody knows what to do with the skeletons. And, and it's a wipe. And then you explain and then people get it. After they get it, that the AOE is one shot fatal. They spread out and they do the proper grouping. And they understand that you're going to get yanked to the middle. And Sylvanas isn't taking prisoners. She's one shotting everybody. If yep. nobody wants to move out of the way, so um, the fight with Jaina, I've 
is a little bit uh, more kind. Now when she pulls, she doesn't pull all the trash all around. So it, uh, I think they've restricted how far she can teleport away, which mm -hmm. is uh, the tanks have a really good grasp on that one. I've gone to the one um, where at the end you fight with the five time warps and you don't, even if you have a dead person on the ground who's AFK the whole fight, you can still carry that one through. So um, kudos to Blizzard for uh, like adjusting to people not doing it the right way. I mean, as long as you have someone that knows how to work the, the, the sense of time. Yeah. yeah. It, you, I you, think okay, the, if, the mechanics are a little bit more forgiving now. I mean, if you if you just repeat it, you click it, you can do whatever you want. You won't survive. Yeah, uh, and people have generally have a sense that if you CC something, there's a reason for CC, so they don't break every CC. I've only had one really bad group where um, they had a, a tank that started last week, and they were taking five to ten minutes per group in the um, the Tolvir area where basically the adept of uh, whatever can outheal the damage coming in and I did two pulls and I was like that's it I'm out of here because my wee buff is important to me and I don't want to spend the whole fight dead on the floor if it's going to be a 10 minute fight so um, basically I, I had two pulls with that group and I go I'm out of here Like, they don't want to CC, they don't want to interrupt, they just want to burst everything down. I'm like, no, I don't have, I don't have two hours for this dungeon. I have 30 to 45 minutes max, and then I'm on to the next thing. And uh, what I'm doing is I'm multi-boxing now. So I do a lot of uh, two-man to um, get flight paths or whatnot, or uh, run to a dungeon, or do the equipment. And almost every character I make is gone from a five-minute character creation to a 45-minute character creation because uh, there have been new trinkets added. The trinkets cost uh, the the currency that is used for the um, the uh, useless gear. I call it the useless gear. Is this <laughs> the gear that's in the patch 8.1.5? That's supposed to be the interim gear when you're gearing up while doing invasions or whatever. Mm -hmm. I never buy that gear. I always skip one patch. In every content, I skip one patch and I go right to the next patch. Because during that one patch where everyone is grinding the armor or the look or the whatever, I, I'm doing other stuff. I'm leveling. I'm enjoying myself i'm seeing this story i'm going on these really 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 long quest chains i waited till uh saturday or sunday to start the quest chain for uh jaina and i'm glad i waited because nobody spoiled it for me <clears throat> and uh, it was just like um really interesting to turn off the music turn off the movie turn off the sound from the other game and just listen to the voice actor telling the story mm. because there's if you don't want to read the text the cinematic do justice to the story you can just um, spend three hours watching um, 
voice actors explain something to you. And the flight path, some people look at everything in the flight path. When there's a flight path, I take a break. I go to the bathroom, I do something, whatever, because they don't have the 5.1 mechanism where there's a, a storytelling during the flight path. Mm. So that flight path to me, even though it's only four minutes, I have to go to all three zones. Then I have to go to the other continent, all three zones. Then I have to go to a cataclysm zone. Why am I going to cataclysm zone? Because there's something for that profession in cataclysm. So they send you all the way back. So I look at the uh, the elements for the uh, crafting or whatever. It requires Titan's blood. Stop, stop. I'm not running. I'm not running that LFR 30 times in a row. I'm going to wait for the catch-up mechanism next batch. Right, and right. I'm going to get five essences at a time when the catch-up comes in. So, uh, like, I understand I'm not making gold right now, but... Uh, like I was telling Grandingus before the show, I'd spent 1.6 or 1.7 million gold in the last three weeks. And I have made on the auction house a grand total of 16,000 gold. Nothing is selling. <laughs> it's it doesn't, it doesn't require a lot of understanding to see that people are waiting for the next stuff or they're spending their gold on the really expensive profession stuff. And they're, they're kind of skip skimming through and for me to have the multitasking available with um, having the multi box having the three accounts is immensely rewarding because I get I get to unlock the dark iron dwarves I get a new mount I get a core hound mount that actually looks like a core hound it doesn't have two heads I look at that thing and it's beautiful it's it's like a hulking muscle of a mount, if you look in the show notes, which you can see at controloutwild.com, that thing looks fantastic. It looks like a beast of a charger and it's on fire. <laughs> Just fantastic. And I got the uh and charger, the new horse. Nice. I don't know why Blizzard did this, but the colors match my transmog. What? How dare they? No, that's cool. I'm a pirate. Like, all those colors on the horse are pretty much the same colors as I'm wearing. So, I'm a pirate with the right colors. Like, it matches my boots, it matches my leggings, it matches my shoulders. And the only thing it doesn't quite match is my transmog. And I know there's a tabard from the Kaltirans that will match that horse. So, I just have to change the tabard. That's it. That's the only thing I have to change. For, to, to match that horse. And I like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that's like, that's just like, uh, like I, I was meant to be there, you know? And it's, it, uh, it's so rewarding to, to know that you've, you've worked, uh, like years on some characters or backstory, how you play the game, what you go for and what you enjoy doing. And then you, you come up to a junction and you, there's right there what you've always wanted, you know, and um, I I got a new pet from the uh, the provisioner. Her name is uh, Provisioner Stoutforge. She's a little dwarf on the dock right next to um, the the, uh, the ramp going down, and uh, she has the rewards. She has new heirlooms. She has heirlooms for crit, heirlooms for haste heirlooms for uh, versatility 
So if instead of wanting the tendrils to come up because you're you're a range player, you can have a buff that goes out to 40 yards or to your raid. So there's welcoming raid buffs back into characters who are leveling. You can level that that the heirloom all the way to 120. So if you don't have that class uh, specific buff in your raid, you could just buy an heirloom and bring it to your raid. It doesn't have to be perfect, but uh, like if you're just leveling with uh, and you need to gear up for the um, LFRs or whatnot, it's a viable option. So uh, like there's so many different ways to go about it. And like I said, I used to make a character in five to 10 minutes. Now it's like 35 minutes because not only do I make the character, I think about the backstory, I outfit it properly with the correct crits, stats, hits, versatility and whatnot. I get the right trinkets. If I don't have the correct weapon, I made a druid and I did not like, I did not like the way she played. So I went back to the uh, the heirlooms and I looked and there's a beautiful, beautiful spear, which uh, looks like something from, um, I want to say Predator, where they hold out the spear and it unfolds and it has the sharp blade on the end. That's what it looks like. So that's what I wanted. And I paid 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, and 7,000 to upgrade it all the way to 120. Nice. So if I don't want the heirloom, if I don't want the artifact weapon, I can switch right to that look and I can transmog it. So when she's not in, uh, what was it? I was playing cat form with her. And now I have another druid that I don't like the transmog look. So I switch to a different pole arm and I right away transmog it. I trans I start my transmog at tw level 20 now. <laughs> like when I create an, an allied race, I want my transmog to look right right away. And uh, so if she goes into a group, you don't get uh, kicked out for having the hobo suit, <laughs> which is what I used to have all the time. Now when they go into a group, they're automatically, if I hit the queue for uh, looking for five men, they're already looking good. Um, I've spent a lot of uh, time walking tokens, the um, the time walking currency, because I wanted to buy three toys. I didn't. I don't even remember what the toys are called. I just wanted to add to the collection because some of them were kind of cool, and I wanted to look at what the effect was. Uh, I bought a. I had the Blizzard balance still uh, thirty eight dollars, so I bought the uh, all the uh, gear for the extra. Um, uh, like transmog like a boss or whatnot or um, or have the uh, Stormwind fireworks or the Orgrimmar fireworks I also did um, like so much leveling I leveled the hunter I did a lot of cataclysm stuff and I got stuck at one point my hunter hit level 100 and I wanted to go to 110 and I wasn't sure how to do it and uh I got to Legion and there was an invasion. And the invasion went from basically 106 or 107 all the way to 109 in one invasion. So the heirloom is really, really useful. And what I would do is I would bring the hunter in a group 
where basically there's nobody to tank the raid boss. So I would go back with the level 113 and I would nuke the raid boss because it doesn't scale past 100. So the level 113 is doing critical hits on the raid boss and all the hunter does is right before he dies at one or two percent he puts one dot on the target and you get like half a level for oh. doing hit on a target if you if you're wearing full heirlooms and a wee buff and uh you have any other kind of um uh, like buff to your xp it goes really fast you you basically i did um I think I did two invasions, three bonus objectives, and I was done. And I did, I think, um, one or two runs of uh, Cataclysm Dungeons. There is no gear in Cataclysm Dungeons for me anymore. Mm. If you go to the vendor, he has nothing I can buy. There's other vendors that have boots, um, uh, rings or whatever, or weapons or whatever you can scale up. If I go to a Cataclysm vendor, he has nothing I can afford. Even 25 uh, Time Walking Badges do nothing for me. So basically, Cataclysm, uh, um, I, there's no since there's no mount, the only thing I can buy is toys and pets. So I'm, I'm working my way basically in and out of Legion in two afternoons. It's really, really quick for Legion. Basically, I hit... 100 to 110 in very little time. I had a, a fantastic groups. Like I said, there's one group that wasn't so good because they were taking too long to kill the mobs in Iron Docks. So I just, you know what? I, I'll take the deserter debuff. I'll come back in an hour, start something else, and then I can jump right back in. And I was done. Um, I was done uh, Legion like in a hurry. Now I'm moving on towards... Um, my next problem, which is Battle for Azeroth. Battle for Azeroth, the, the worst problem that I can find is finding a hundred resource when you start to open the mission table. Yes. Because Nathanos, and he doesn't want you to do anything until you finish that. You can't open up the other continent. So I found a workaround. If you go to Vindicator Jelena, she sells a cache of war resources. It's 650 resource for 500 trade so you can mail 500 to your horde character and that automatically completes the quest you're done in five minutes however the only way to generate war resource is to play the game yeah there is no work around to get war resources so my last character who has war resources is my rogue i've deplete i've played the app so much that all my characters are uh two slots, Grandmaster or Titled or whatever, they're already at the max that they could possibly be on those three characters. So my Priest, my Rogue, and my my um, uh, Death Knight all have maxed out characters. The only thing the Death Knight and the Priest don't have is maxed out reps the other factions. They're missing two factions. They're missing um, uh, the... Uh, what's that called? Tortolans on the priest, and on both the priest and the death knight, they're missing the champions of Azeroth. Mm-hmm. Everything is leveled to max. So when those come up, if the reward is order resources, which it never is, 
those rewards are always, always gear or mm. gold. They're never equipment. Sometimes, if you're real lucky, you'll get a ring on the Tortuolans, but it only happened once out of all the weeks that I've been doing it. And the invasions aren't up all the time for Battle I tried to do the invasions with the heirloom gear. It's very difficult because your heirloom gear does not hit as hard as your uh, Azerite gear. The Azerite gear has eight to ten different layers of protection and extra damage to some of your skills it's like the talent tree if you're wearing all heirloom gear you collect more xp but you can't kill anything really fast because your damage output is just so low so don't go into war mode on the opposite continent to do the invasion you're going to be one shot over and over. I did. I made the mistake of going through an alliance camp <laughs> with my wee buff mm, and mm. Uh, heirloom gear. Uh, Basically, yeah. all the demon hunters leave what they're doing and they chase you down and you can't outrun them right. because demon hunters can see you up to a mile away with their infrared sights. They know how far up or down you are and no matter which path or invisibility you take, they can still hunt you down and they'll dismount you. So um, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna go level on the opposite continent to do an invasion, take war mode off. Yeah. Basically, and you can do it now, you can go do it in any rested area now. If you didn't know that, you don't have to go back to Orgrimmar Stormwind to turn off war mode. You have yeah. to go there to turn on war mode, but to turn it off, you can go to any, any rested area. Also, if you're on the opposite continent, the flight path will not be apparent at first. You have to find at least one flight path to connect the other flight paths to it. Mm -hmm. So I did not know that. I thought I could use my whistle. It won't work unless you're max level. So you actually have to physically find a flight path. Once you have the flight path, um, Jelena also sells the 7th Legion scouting map, which will reveal all the flight paths on the opposite continent. But you have to have at least one tied down for it to work. Otherwise, it doesn't, it doesn't connect anything. And it won't connect right away the um, hidden flight paths. So if you have a outpost with like a, a like an anvil or a, a buff or whatever those aren't connected when you're not when you're still leveling you need to level those first with a max level character so like there's like a lot there to do but the very first thing you have to do is you have to have at least one max level if you multi-box to one shot stuff for you i understand now why people tell me they go back to old zones and they help their spouses is I went to the gnome area and I tried to do multi-box the gnome. It doesn't work. It's bugged. Oh. It won't allow your second gnome to pick up the quest if you're on a quest line that has multiple layers. So, so you you're can't like phased? To get. No, it's not phased. <clears throat> I started the quest line where the gnome tells you to clean the pools and then tells you to go to the other area to kill uh, an elite or whatever. I tried to do that quest line with two gnomes 
and it wouldn't let me pick up the first quest until I finished both <clears throat> quest lines on the smaller gnome. And all the quest lines are great to the uh, first gnome, which is, it was trivial. And I, like, I couldn't understand why it won't let you pick it up. The, I think that what the reason is, is um, something that was discussed on, on another podcast, is mm. the quest lines Shoot. are not transferable. You can't share the quests. So if you don't have an add-on to tell you where you are in the quest line, you have to go to follow all the way to the end of the rabbit hole before the other guy can pick up the quest. So there's quests that I've had to do more than once, and I couldn't I couldn't wrap up the quest. Once I was finished killing the final boss, it would allow me to pick it up on the other gnome. And once you get to <coughs> Battle for Azeroth, it's the exact same thing. Mm. If you don't start in the same zone and you don't have the same profession and you don't follow the same path, right. Blizzard will not let you pick up the quest. And it's badly done because you can't help each other. You basically have a water cannon driver basically in an armored vehicle mowing down the mobs for you, but all you're doing is putting a dot on everything so what I would do is I would bring the low-level gnome, which was a mage or a warlock, to pull mobs to the area, and I would use the rogue to one-shot everything. So the low-level gnome has threat, so he gets XP, but the high-level gnome only gets 6 XP, whereas the low-level gnome gets 20. So it's like kind of a weird uh, synergy, but eventually I got it done. And uh, that was pretty much my week. All right. Nice. advantage of <laughs> if nobody's gonna do it I'll do it myself <laughs> no I told the brilliant to do or uh, to do because I was stepping away <laughs> it's okay I did it um <laughs> uh, the, and so I did some dark move fair and I also went and checked on some of my um Iron Man tunes because I wasn't sure which ones were still um viable and I put a, a screenshot in the show notes, and I, I actually have three Iron Man tunes. They're all at the bottom. They're tens, but um, Avarishna, Iron April, and um, what's the other one? I made one that begins with an oh, Verprillion. So that's kind of cool. I'm going to start playing them. They're not red flag. They're, they have nice, shiny green flags. Um, I... Lost an Iron Man tune. I had to restart one because I must have had some gear in my bag. I don't know. I don't even yeah. remember trying it, but and it and it disqualified me. Um, I also, you know, I used those things that you gave me. I crushed them while I was under the influence of the wee buff. And if you look in the show notes, 
I I didn't get exalted on anything. I'm still. I don't know. Maybe they were wasted. It would be eleven thousand eleven hundred rep. So you would get that chunk wherever you at on all the reps. So some some stuff you would get revered. Right. So if you uh, look at the screenshot <laughs> in the show notes, you'll see that I went from uh, I I was revered with a couple of people at the top, the orcs, the Frostwolf orcs. Sorry, I am playing while I'm doing this, and it's terrible. Uh, and um. I went revered. I went. Oh well, I went from just going into revered to two thirds into. I went from friendly to honored with the uh, laughing skull oaks, and the order of the awakened. So I'm. I, it's getting there. It's going up little by little. Um, nice. You only, only need revered. You don't need to go all the way to exalted. Okay. Well, I'm getting there. Friendly. I'm almost there with those. So. I'm looking good. I uh, checked out Wildhead to see what else I have to do. And I have a lot of, well, Discovery, which kind of seems weird because I could do Discovery a lot easier <laughs> if I had a flying mount. <laughs> yeah, you, you just get one of us, either Grand Negus or myself, to fly you around. Right, right. And um, it'll pop up on the map as soon as you hit it. Right, right. Yeah, I have to well, get into that. Um, I also um, got... Um, honored with the night fallen on Aprilian, and that meant that she could um, get the en- the enchantment to get more mana, the shoulder enchantment, which was nice because the first thing she got was like a package that had like two hundred mana crystals in because I was actually running out from feeding everybody. Perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, that was really nice, uh, and she's been running around doing quests. And finding, uh, oh, her, her goal right now, she is two <laughs> kills from having a thousand ethereal credits so she can get the chess piece nice. for the, wow. ether, the soul trader. So, I mean, it's kind of silly because she can wear it, but she can't, you know, tra- we talked about this, she can't transmog it. And yep. also, it's bragging rights. Right. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could do the same thing just by trying it on in the buy window and screenshotting it. But I'm going to put it on for a special occasion. Um, I'm going to clean out my bag specifically for her. Uh Uh-oh. Am I at max? Oh, I am. I'm at 600 ancient mana. All right. (laughs) See, that thing worked already. Which is nice. Nice to ha- not have to worry. Ooh, that thing is. You got cool. to. You got to uh, go and find the items that unlock more. Right. More, uh, right. Because she's already got it. Six hundred. So she's doing good. She's doing this quest now, where she has to get uh, fresh fell flesh <laughs> in this weird kind of place that looks like something. Um. With the green um, lava everywhere, and it looks more like she's um, inside her—I uh, don't know—her order hall. <laughs> it looks, it's in a pit out in. Uh, yeah, that's the fell. Right. Area with all the fell. Right. Switch. Uh, oh, yeah. Almost 
looks like the sewage in Hanover City. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, that's been my week. I got I hit fifty four on uh, one of my oh on me on my am um, I? And I have a confession. Oh, what? I have taken over the guild for Animal Kingdoms. Did you really? Okay. <laughs> I had no choice. Um, there was never anybody on to invite me. Uh, my Kaltiran mage is on there. And also the person that was uh, running the guild before has moved the guild to a different server. So there's only one tab left there. It's going to take several months to rebuild all the tabs and all the stuff that was... Animal Kingdom right. already only had one tab. We never had it. Really? Yeah, we... Yeah. Well, all the good stuff is gone. Like somebody's dumped all their bags in there, taking the good stuff out. So I'll I'll eventually rebuild it. Animal Kingdom. Tabs. That's really. Yeah, I bought five tabs and um. That's really weird because stuff. I mean it must have been somebody that came back on that weekend or something because it was only me and one guy. Yeah. Well, the next person's got like two years ago logged in, so I take I took it over. And I'm going to rebuild stuff and put useful mats for my professions. And mm. I'm going to level up the Alliance professions on that server as well. Okay. And All you right. can have the guild back anytime you want. All right, <laughs> You're Jeffy. the queen. I'm just a lowly servant. All right, Jeppy. <laughs> Thanks, Jeppy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jeppy, he's been posting on Facebook and it's always good to hear from him. Uh, shout out to Mada. Have we heard from Mada? How's he doing? Mada was here earlier, but oh. yes. apparently he, I, I don't know, he went, he left. I'm not sure if he, if he had to go and uh, work or whatever. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's been my week. Not sure about his schedule. Good week. I know he was on vacation, but he's got to be. Oh, um, probably ending 112 last week, so that's. Ooh, yeah. I'm getting there slowly but surely. Yeah. Uh, no need to hurry. I find it very, very easy to be true. I'm on a Shenstein forest of and now it's time for add-on spotlight and a whole bunch of other stuff with Grand Nagus. Grand Nagus, how's your weekend wow been? My weekend wow has been kind of busy, so busy that I haven't even gotten around to finding an add-on to talk about today. Oh, wow. Oh, sacrilege. Sacrilege, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I find one quickly before I, you guys came back from the break, but uh, anyway. I, I think you've outdone yourself so many years, it's hard to, to top the best. Right, right, exactly. Ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. Sorry, I'm dropping. I'm jumping through the uh, the green lava to get something. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so I had I hinted at uh, the fact or 
earlier when I talked about the 8.2 PTR content that I started leveling a new GNOME rogue that uh, coincidentally had learned GNOMEish engineering. Mm. And just while Constructs uh, talked about his week, that gnome dinged 82, so she isn't quite as little anymore, uh. level-wise. Uh, so, uh, she's she's getting there, and I hope to, to get back level before 8.2 hits the live service. I... Earlier today, I reached skill 75 on Northland Engineering with her, even nice. though... That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Even though for her, based on her racial trait, skill 90 is max skill for her. Mm. So she has the 15 bonus skill points uh, as a gnome. Um... When I was in, uh, I, I leveled the 70 to 80 um, bracket solely by running dungeons and then uh, gathering in between. And when I, while I was running, I think, Halls of Stone, uh, finally, the schematic of Jeeves dropped. Congrats! Thank you. Congrats. Which I was looking after because, or looking for, because Jeeves, as the engineer, people know, isn't a toy. So any engineer that wants Jeeves needs to create it, him or herself. You have to skin mechanicals. It's the only way. Yep, you have to. You have to do. You, you have to build it again. So yeah. that's that's the thing. And then you can't just because uh, it's a thing that is uh, I don't pick up, and it's not a toy. So every tune that wants it needs to build it for him or herself. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's done with. Now I just need to gather the mats for for the item and craft it. And then once the uh, tune is high enough, I'm going to chain run dungeons on her to get uh, uh, the... Uh, Northland Dungeons to uh, do two things. One, I want to get all the transmog for the leather uh, wearing classes. And second, more important, I want to reach the uh, exalted rep with the um, what is it called? Um, let me just see. 
Arjun Vanguard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's uh, the faction that you need. Although it isn't the faction technically uh, uh, that you need the rep you need to grind to exalted. Exalted, yeah. To be able to buy the mechano strider, mechano hawk. Yeah. Uh, Mechanier chopper. Mechanier chopper. Yeah, yeah. Mechano hawk. That's what I said. Right. <laughs> Six <laughs> one. So, yeah. Uh-huh. One half or a dozen of the other. I hear you. I hear you. Um, no, that's... McKenna Hawk is the horn version. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, that's that's the next target that I'm, that I'm going for. Um, other things that I finished were I... Finished the Tides of Vengeance on the Alliance side. Uh, that's completing the war campaign uh, chapter Tides of Vengeance. Um, now, with the base war campaign, mm. you can go and once you complete that on any. Uh, the faction. Apparently, you can go and uh, switch over to the other faction, and the uh, achievement counts on the other faction as well. Oh wow! Which which means that you don't need to complete the war campaign on the other faction if you want to unlock the respective. Um, Allied race. You need the rep, though. I need the rep, though, but I don't need the the progression of the of the base war campaign. Right. Right. With the tides of vengeance to unlock the Kulturin, that's not the case there. That one you need to on each on each faction. So. They have different different requirements there. One ticks over to the other faction, one does not. So be aware of that. Just because the base faction, uh, the base uh, chapter of your war campaign counts for both factions, although you do only do it on one, uh, doesn't mean that uh, or it doesn't mean that ties of vengeance chapter does so too it doesn't so you have to do it on, on, on both factions also I uh, went and uh, picked up my uh, I think it was the uh, uh, boosted the Legion boosted Paladin mm. went into Heart of Fear and into Terrace of Endless Spring to get the last two pieces of uh, transmog that I needed for the set uh, and got Char of Fabulous, <laughs> which is the, the uh, 
achievement that you get when you collect any class armor set from the Hall of Fear and can tell us and just bring fear set. From the Admiralty I finished uh, the exalt to exalted uh, status. Uh, thereby, then I, after I finished the Tides of Vengeance and the uh, uh, Probo Admiralty, I thereby unlocked the Coltirian Humans. Nice. And promptly started the, the quest, the, the, the unlocking. It was interesting quest chain, I must say. More more interesting than the uh, Dark Iron one, even though I had wished it to be a little more story relevant and not just a off-to-the-side chapter. It was nice and good and all of that, especially the the naming of the ship at the end was, was totally awesome uh, because of the the one option that you have. Uh, that was like it was like really really touchy. Mm. It was really really nice and and, and Anduin was, was was happy with my choice of 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 uh, name for the for, for, for this ship um, and uh, yeah I mean for me it was the only choice you can make uh, if you know anything about the lore you know why I think we have like two three weeks now of 8.1.2 so basically what it is is uh, Yes and no. Um, the announcement came that the PTR is going to be released next week, I think. 8.1.5 is 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 live already, contracts. Yeah, so. but 8.2 is going to be live next week. Yeah, 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 but 8.1.5 is, we have we have the continuing humans already. Right. So we've had them for a couple of weeks. I know I said 8.1.2, which is a mistake. But Mind yeah. you. 8.1.5 is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, at the end of the question, they, uh, the people around you, the NPCs, offer their suggestion of names that the ship uh, could have. And uh, the last one to offer her suggestion is Catherine Proudmore. And she offers up the name Tiffin's Melody, <laughs> which, if you know anything about the the, uh, the royal family of Stormwind, you'll know that Tiffin is Anduin's mother. Right. So, uh, and, and, and she died uh, uh, a long I- time. I was watching the Warcraft movie today and I did not pick that up. So that's Lothar's sister. Yes. If if you can. No, it's not Lothar's sister. Yes, it is. It's not what well, it is. Lothar's sister is Anduin's grandmother. 
Varian's mother is Lothar's sister. Um, um, Anduin... Lothar is the uncle, right? Anduin is... uh, Varian. It's complicated. Like, I'm I'm watching this movie, there's, like, so much in it. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 one off. Anduin, Anduin's, Anduin is named after Anduin Lothar. That's that's why he's named Anduin. Right. So uh, yeah, but anyway, um, Tiffin is is uh, is Varian's wife. Right. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, so, Tiffin died when they fled the burning. I'm, I'm not sure. I think some some time. I'm, 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 I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think yeah. something along the the lines of uh, she died when when the orcs attacked Stormwind, something like that. Okay. Huh. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but so, so Tiffin's melody was, 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 uh, I thought, yeah, okay, and here and there and what they all offered and when they then offered up the, the, uh, when Catherine then offered the choice, uh, uh, Tiffin's melody, I thought, yep, that's, I'm sold, that's the one I'm going to pick. And uh, I uh, I got the same part of this the quest, and I picked the exact same name. I it just sounded better than all the other names. Yeah. Well. So yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, then the last thing I've done besides all the the dungeon stuff and all the questing stuff and uh, the professions with 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 the little gnome. Is uh, uh, spirits be with you, which is the uh, quest chain you do after you do the initial horde war campaign. That's when you go to the uh, to the uh, Darkspear starting area. In, uh, of the coast of Dorotar and, and do the quest chain there with Zalazane with the uh, with Vulgin's uh, 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 arch enemy or Tenjin's arch enemy uh, and then you uh do the first part, and once you finish the 8.1.5 part of the war campaign, which I haven't done yet, you continue with it because that's when you you, you need to experience. I'm not sure if you have to, but uh, that's when all the things that happen in the raid. The, the alliance assault on uh, on Zara lore when that happens that plays into into that question as well 
I really, really like the way that that Blizzard tells the story these days in yeah. chapters and it all uh, builds on each other and there's like no real uh, thing that's been put to the side. It's all one story that's being told in chapters. And, and you have you have to pay attention to the wording because sometimes you have things in many different zones, but it's not clear from the quest decks. Yeah. And, and the thing is, and this is the first time I think I mentioned it before sometime. Um, for me, it, it's a positive and a negative. Gameplay-wise, it's negative, in my opinion. But story-wise, it's a positive. Where in the Alliance story questing experience, you have to complete all three zones and then you get a tie-in that combines all of the three zones um, together into one culminating finale, grand finale, so to speak. Uh, if you just want to quest, yeah, sure, you can quest each zone, but to get the to the end quest, you need to do all three, all of them, all of them, everything. And that's a thing where you could argue that Blizzard forces you to do stuff that you might not need to do if you're, if you're to this next level already. Right. So, so there is that. On the other hand, story-wise, uh, with like with the with the alliance side, where you have to like uh, return the people of, of of the three zones back into the fold of the combined Kulturian uh, uh, family, so to speak, much like you did in in High Mountain, when it, at the end the the slogan was "We're all High Mountain," same yeah. thing. Basically, that was the same thing, or that, that is the same thing you do in Kulturas, just on the grander scale. So, again, it's, 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 you, can, you can look at it from both sides. Can Which, I ask a trick question then? Sure. If you look at the past four expansions, the Legendary Cloak, the Legendary Ring, the Artifact Weapons, and now the uh, boat story, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Which is your preferred storytelling mode? Do, does, does all the PvP stuff tie in? Is it still relevant in these days playing Battle for Azeroth? I, I don't think you can compare any of it because it's all unique enough to, not, to, to make it uncomparable. Um, each has their strengths and weaknesses. With the, let's start with the with the cloak. Yeah. The cloak you had to gather gather all the stuff. Then you had to to go in and be uh, the uh, 
have the, the RNG cards yeah. be favorable to you with all the seals or whatever they were called, which are yeah. still have. Yeah, yeah. have a good team on the PvP, uh, the two the two new uh, battlegrounds. You had to do that as well, yes, but 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 yeah. Um, what I liked about that whole thing was the final fight. Yeah. It was tough as, and I, I, I really like, I did it on two tunes. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. If you, you, you can compare it to the Green Fire quest for the, for the Warlock. Oh, really? Wow. That hard? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And you can compare it to, to, uh, to the, more recently, to the Mage Tower. Yes, I hated the Mage Tower. Yeah, so, so, so... That was the, the end of my uh, yeah. legendary days. So if you, if you look at it that way, uh, the, the cloak and the, and the uh, green fire quests were trial balloons for the Mage Towers. Yeah. So basically that's how I look at it. With the ring... That was a dumb down. You didn't really have to do one big thing at the end. As as far as I remember, I I, I remember the cloak thing more vividly than the uh, than the than the uh, rings uh, quest. You had to do more single questing, like the the uh, stuff where you where you uh, had. Had Corona follow you and help you? Yeah, that was more storytelling. Uh, when you, in my opinion, more so than the than the uh, than the Rathion stuff. Uh, not that the Rathion stuff wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't good. It was just not as uh, dominant in the whole experience yet. Yeah, yeah. So again, it, you, I can't really say that I that I can. It was a process of learning, in my opinion, for Blizzard. Where I think. You, I think my best PvP days were in Pandaria. Five point one was PvP. That was like for me the first where you could see that in Pandaria they did something where they focused on PvP, where they said that there is a reason why you would want to do PvP, much like you could uh, get the, the first Brawler Guild invites. You had to do PvP or you had to do the... Um, you had to kill the rares. Or um, you had to spend, you know, 10,000 gold to buy it on the black market auction house. Yeah, but someone had to get the stuff. Not necessarily you specifically, but someone had to get it. So, there were, either you killed uh, opponents, at, aka normal PvP, or you went and killed the the rares and the opposite uh, base on the 
on the beach in, in Crescent Wild. Yeah. Those were the two sources of of, uh, of the invites. And you had monks that just didn't die. Those guys, like, you could whip everybody on the battlefield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then we had Legion, where, like I said, where they apparently found that, uh, why don't we give every class a, a uh, really, really hard fight? Oh, and oh, cool, cool, why not, why only the class? Why not just for every spec? And I put that in the tower. So, yeah, that's how the mage towers came to be. So, uh, but I really, I really think that with all that, for me, Legion is still superior in storytelling, not in the story, but in storytelling, because you had so many different bits of stories you had for each. I can't remember what podcast it was that I listened to the, the other day, where they talked about reasons why we play. And I thought, yeah, that's right. They said that they had, what, 20 plus max level characters in, yeah. in Legion. Why? Because they want to experience every part of the story. How? You need to, you need to play every class and every spec. That's how you got to experience all the story. Even the champions on the different factions were different. Yep. You got Lillian Voss on the Horde side for the rogues. This was like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. So, and then that meant that you were incentivized to play a tune to, at max level. Nowadays, I have three or four max level tools, I think three, at 120. And I have all these other 110 tunes that I play just to experience the uh, class-specific uh, storylines sitting there with no incentive to play them again because there is no more uh, specific uh, story that only a class of respect uh, can access. So why do that? Does that mean that I like the story in BFA less? No, it doesn't. It's just another method of storytelling. Right. The, the incentive, though, is one thing. If you are a alcoholic, like I think we can agree that we all are. Yeah, yeah. Right, definitely. <laughs> it, There's no it, question there. It, it suits our play style that we play multiple characters, which means Legion overall is preferable for an alcoholic than BFA. But 
if we go by story itself, I can live with just playing one tune or two tunes on each side to experience the story and still feel good because I can experience all the story there is. And having, having that satisfaction is okay. It would be just be repetitive. Like I said, to go through all the three zones in on the Alliance side and just having to go through that and then uh, to be able to progress further and further. Why? I only did it once or twice. Why three or four times? I don't see the purpose in it, so I won't probably do it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the fact that I've done it once. I might along the way do it once more just because there is something that I maybe missed or some someone tells me, oh, you should look at this or that again because there is one vantage point that, that I missed or a quote that I hadn't seen or something <laughs> like that. So, so there is yeah, it, 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 it's totally different, yet I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with, with all of it. Mm. Short, can, I just, um, can I just say that after Pandaria and the garage fight and the cloak procking and the rune of reorigination re at that point, and all the meters, once we got the um, the nerf, like once the cloak reached a thousand, there was nowhere else to go up. Like they had to nerf to keep going the game going. So we get expansions now, but it's the numbers don't mean the same. Like I often now I just turn off my recount. I don't I don't care. If it dies quickly, then it's good. And if it takes a long time to die, well, then I turn I turn on scatter or recount and I have a look. Am I doing something wrong? Is is my gameplay hindering somebody else? Mm -hmm. but if everything dies quickly, it doesn't matter because then I know that all my teammates are either overgeared or then I'm doing my job properly. Like I, I installed the uh, max DPS and I, I really need that to play the mage. I don't know how to do the mage. And I, I'm actually uh, doing Arcane Mage pretty good now. I can nuke stuff down pretty quick yep. if I push the right buttons. Arcane Mage is, is uh, yeah. It's entertaining. Like, I've never been able to play a mage ever in nine years, ten years. Max oh, DPS is good for anything. Now. It's been ten years since last week that I play WoW. Oh, wow. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Well, thank you. The cat just came by to say happy, happy anniversary, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing where I hope that earlier that answered your question in a way. It's 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 totally. Blizzard has always been able to tell good stories. Right. Just the message has changed. 
And that's been my week. Awesome. Awesome week. Another blast from the past coming your way, continuing the story from last week's episode 122. Sorry for the length, it's almost 20 minutes, but hopefully it will be an entertaining 20 minutes. No audio from me again, still haven't been feeling the best, constantly exhausted, and been busy with lab reports and tests to grade. Kyle. Okay, Kyle. Yeah, and here's some positive energy. I know what you I know what you mean. I've been sleeping a lot. I mean, in fact, mostly I've been just sleeping. That's my favorite thing. Um, so I, I can understand everything that you have under your belt. Uh, thank you for the blast from the past. Let's listen to the blast from the past. Yay. Yay. All right. Welcome to Control Solo Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love winning bets to win 6,000 gold from a shale. I'm a, uh, today is Sunday, July 12th, 2009. This is episode 123 and uh, entitled Control Solo Wow. Uh, I'm your host, Aprilian, and with me today is my co-host, Glanther. Hello, Glanther. Hello, Aprilian. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> this is uh, take two. Take two, yeah. We uh, had a slight glitch with, uh, as uh, the bind on equip people call it, the button monkey <laughs> uh, made a mistake with recording last week. And I mean, you know, uh, yesterday. We recorded Saturday morning and uh, something didn't come out right. So we're re recording. And unfortunately, we could not get the combo together, the, the uh, trifecta, as it were, would be. Uh, me, you, and Asheo. So we're starting off with Glanther, and then we'll pick up Asheo down the road through the magic of the internets and um, through audio editing. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what Glanther's doing, and then um, I'll get into my doing. But I do, I do want to you know, touch on the title of the show. No, we haven't changed the podcast name to Control Solo Wow, but because of the bet, if you listen to episode one twenty two. Asheo uh, offered me, <laughs> and I want you to listen to the the go back and listen to it because he offered me uh, cold weather flying and epic flying, right? So- he did, and I remember I I originally thought that he had mentioned just cold weather cold flying, weather flying, but he really actually said epic as well. And uh, then I remember I became very um jealous because I wanted money from Asheo too. I mean if he's giving out money, I could use cold weather flying on my guy as well. <laughs> well he's it's only on if I can make it to uh seventy seven by the nineteenth. So today is I have a week left. Uh Aprilian has dinged seventy five <laughs> and uh as Asheo and I will talk about it in the uh in 
the following segment. Uh, it was kind of funny because I was like two thirds of the way to 74 and the night after the release of episode 122, I dinged and uh, Twittered about it. And he, he accused me of being uh, doing some shenanigans or setting him up in some way. But it's, I mean, knowing Asheo, though, he also has more gold than God. You know, he probably he just bought a um, a, what's it called? A mechanohog. Yeah. Oh, he bought the he, yeah. 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 So he like he's one of those people. It's like I don't feel bad if Bill Gates has to go and and uh, go into give you a pocket. couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple hundred dollars. I heard uh, Blizzard was low on gold, and they. Ask Shayo for a loan. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we need you to help repopulate the server gold. Uh, Could you, you know, uh, coffers yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> our NPCs are running out of gold <laughs> to give to people like handing in their dailies. Right. He's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> you take a check. <laughs> I've been uh, working a lot on Arlaram, so my my Death Knight, who is now gonna, he's now pretty you know, handedly a blood. Um, I do have him dual spec to unholy, but it's, it's really funny how so often you start an alt and you want this character to do a certain thing. You start them for a reason, right? You start them to do X, Y, and Z that you need to have, like fill in the gap that other, you know, characters don't have. So I, um, but they end up becoming something completely different. It's almost like when you're writing a book and your characters kind of take on a life of their own. Take on a life of their own. Mm. So I originally made him to be um, a DPS unholy death knight that would be the um, other side of Arlaris, who is a holy healer than you know paladin. Right. And um, I had I specced Arlaris, so he's also protection, so he can do you know some tanky stuff, even though he's not. You know, particularly outstanding at tanking. But he was going to be like my both. He was going to be my healer and my tank. And this was going to be my just for fun death knight. But the more that I played him, the more that I realized I really liked blood. And then while I was playing blood, I could feel like this was a viable tanking spec. Because I always thought that Frost was the, was the tanking spec. And so now our lamb is kind of evolving into my, my tank. And so I'm going to have my tank, death knight, my healing paladin and my dps hunter and that's gonna be my my triumvirate and we're back and ladies and gentlemen i am outnumbered today with the aussie representation australia representation good morning Asheo. good morning Flash good and, good m- and good morning which crikey <laughs> <laughs> good evening how are you both Splendid. welcome to control we yeah, have, we're excellent. This is this is version two of this episode, <laughs> so we thought we, we'd better make up by adding in some some extra dosage of carnage. Yes. So, as you listeners probably know, because we 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 love talking about the people from Bind On Equip, which is one of the uh, Bind On Equip dudes, and uh, that can be found at bindonequip at uh, dot com and on iTunes. Yes. And he's, but there's just one little difference from buying on equip and uh, control alt wow, <laughs> and that's that one major one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty major difference. Well, we have this little thing called the clean tag, 
And it, and it's really nice how it sits in iTunes. It's little, you know, just a plain little white tag and everything. And then they have the explicit tag. We've got the big red explicit tag. <laughs> Title to spell. Warning. Yes. <laughs> Lock up your daughters. <laughs> Not fit for human consumption. <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see how the witch, uh, what's that word? Behave? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with behave. <laughs> I'm not good at all, but I'll try. I'll try. Especially um, I'm, not after a Monday at work. No, uh, but I'm sure the lovely Sharon will remind me politely if I tend to stray. Yeah. Oh, is she right there? Tell her I said hi. Hi, dear. She's waving. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Well, the un- the unfortunate thing of uh, my mishap with recording is that uh, right after, and we mentioned this in uh, in Glanther's segment, that you guys had just had Glanther, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said clean tag, right? It was a clean tag. I know. <laughs> And uh, so you guys had a good time with Glanther? Oh, it was awesome. Glanther, I think he walked in and went, look at that. I'm free. And he just, (laughs) the pants came off on his head and he just did laps running and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And then came back and got in our harness. Yeah. wait. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and I'm doing a Tempest again. I'm interrupting into your segment. Sorry. No, that's all right. Because <laughs> there was something I actually wanted to say about the the, uh, the faction changes. And, and I, I kept meaning to say it the last two weeks now and, and uh, kept forgetting. And it was that the thing that I really hope that they bring with this is expanding the number of slots of characters you can have on a, on a server. Because 10 just ain't enough anymore. For people no. that have been playing on a server for you know four years... To, to to limit them to 10 characters is is just crazy. But then they'd have to limit the, they'd have to extend the 50 character for... Yeah, exactly. have, you, have you encountered that? No. I'm sorry. No. You, you cannot create another character because you are already an alcoholic. <laughs> Please disconnect and yeah. go see your nearest therapist. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, a, a thousand bytes of data in, in a database somewhere. You can only play one at a time. Why 50? It's nuts. And realistically, Blizzard wants your money. Let's be honest. <laughs> but they're happy to take your cash. Ooh, ooh, shh, don't say no, that. No, I, look, I, I love them. No. I love, I love them and I will chiefly give them my cash. Because that's the next thing. Would you like a couple of more slots? Press this button and pay. <laughs> Could you see that? Mm. Paying for an extra oh, couple more Jeez, it'll be a, it'll be a bit rough <laughs> to pay for the extra slots. I mean, if they're gonna, if they're gonna mm. do it, then. Jeez. Just universally do it. But again, it's a thing that it only affects a few players, a few altaholics. Yeah. I mean, uh, are you- oh, come on. Surely the majority of people that have, unless you're chopping and changing the servers all the time, if you're happy with your guild and you've been playing for four years, you can't tell me that you and you've, you need two or three bank holds. You can't tell me that there aren't people out there going, you know, or even had to delete a bank cult to create a death knight. Mm. How many um, alts do you have on your on uh, on Jubathos? Oh, one. And how many? No, you have two because you do have a Death Knight. No, I've got a main and an alt. Yeah, main and an alt. Okay, so and on your on Moon Totem, how many did you have? How many did I have? 
Yeah. I, you fill up your slots. Yeah, I did, but uh, oh, I'm okay. also a big believer in, in purging unplayed characters. You delete? Yep. <gasps> if a character is, is less than level 30 and it has not been played in um, more than 30 days, it's automatically deleted. And wow. the, la- the last character that I completely deleted was a level 70 Death Knight on Rune Totem <gasps> along with a level 62 Paladin. Stop oh. it. Tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. It's not true. Ah. <laughs> nah, couldn't do that. Oh, I, mm. I will not carry more than one of any, any one particular type. All right. Wow. Right. Well, that's Tough impressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I hope you're not this thorough in everything you do. Absolutely. <laughs> no room for baggage. Jeez. I know. I hope you don't have any kids that you don't play with very often. <laughs> oh, my kids know. If they haven't seen me for a couple of days, they'll find me. <laughs> Come on, my dad. I love you. <laughs> Please don't kick me out, Daddy. Good. <laughs> I work for my ex-wife, so. <laughs> so I got a whisper. <laughs> you know, I get my little whispers. Usually, it's telling me that my specs aren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who's whinging about what you're wearing this week? <laughs> yes. But this was from the wonderful Zabistis, who is a 74 Tarn on the Earthen Ring in the Alaya Ecta S uh, Guild. And uh, he, he actually called to congratulate me on dinging uh, 74. And um, uh, and that when I told him about the challenge, he was very impressed that, A, I'm uh, going to try to push to 77, and B, that uh, the wonderful Ishea... <laughs> It's going to give me six thousand gold. Uh, you know, by 6, the way, six thousand gold. Yes, the, that's the challenge. That's the if challenge. I get to, get, to seventy-seven, get to 77. By epic flying, cold weather flying, epic flying. No. <laughs> um, by the way, you'll hear about it when you hear the the uh, cast. But Ashay, uh, Glanth, and I were talking about the fact that it's okay because. Ashea has more money than Blizzard. In fact, when the NPCs <laughs> run out of money, they call up Ashea and go, could you loan us yeah, some gold? Where do you reckon you know, the question board money comes from? I log it every day and go, oh, shit, people are doing, doing their dailies again. Look at my bloody bum. Thanks, Helen. <laughs> and when I've dinged 79, I mean 77, oh, I'm getting ambitious. <laughs> get a bit domestic. You, you want to go double or nothing and get to 80? <laughs> oh, and, and, and so what's two more the, weeks, you could give me... Uh, what's the downside? The, what, do, what do I get if you don't get there? It's, it's like, it's nothing. <laughs> oh. You've got no negative yeah. side to it. Oh. Got to make it worth oh, his well, while, April. Come on. What can I do? Well, like, well, there's not much I can do. He's all the way in Australia. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Um, there goes that tag again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant like I could come over and clean his house or um, give him a back massage or something. <laughs> For the rest of your life. doilies or something. <laughs> I need up some doilies. I'm not oh. going to double it up or nothing, mainly because all I'm okay. hearing this week is QQ, I can't play with the pants on head, people. You're forcing me to play over here all by myself. <laughs> Earthen ring. Oh, you, QQ. You were, on, 
You were on Jubathos this morning? I, I didn't see you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the eyes are everywhere. Huh? Next one's from Patrick. Good afternoon. With Epic Dolls now falling by the wayside, just listen to their last one now. What is your take on the state of the game? What is your interpretation of all the changes that Blizzard has been and keeps making? Are we on easy mode? And when will it make an instance and dungeon soluble? My take slash spin on the changes is Blizzard is in total defence mode with WoW. They're making it easier and easier to play with each patch, bending to the will of all the whiners out there. I believe Blizzard is doing this in order to hang on to as many subscribers as possible until their next MMO. Why else would Blizz keep making the game easier with each patch? And have you guys thought about how you guys are going to adapt with WoW's decline? Me, personally, I'm getting bored to tears with WoW. They're making the game too easy. There is no more fear about running into that odd elite that was walking around in almost every zone. That's all for now. Regards, Patrick G. Well... It's, um... Well, we can, we've already heard from Witch that, uh, yeah, there has been some um, dumbing down and stuff about the game. But um, I guess the whole thing is, and they've said it over and over again, the the people like you, and I'm not belittling you, Witch, you're a very important part of the world, <laughs> but the, the, it was a small amount of people, right? Am I right? That actually got into the next and vanilla. Right. And... Oh, yeah. It's a very, very narrow channel. And look, I think the difference is that I'm not, a, I was never a hardcore raider. Oh, you were? Never. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I mean, I was in guilds that, you know, were large enough that there were, you know, sections that raided hard, sections that raided casually. And, you know, I did a lot of hard yards in my own time to, to yep. get up there and everything else. But I've just found that, yeah, Blessed Wrath has has lost it for me in terms of in-game rating. I just I don't see the the value in hardcore rating anymore. Right. From that, and that's for me personally. But the people you that know, are now right. out there who can raid that wouldn't have raided before are the ones, mm. I guess, that they're actually. But, I, oh, before we go on, I did want to address, I wanted to say a slash salute to Leela and uh, the Salty Katarina and uh, that they will be missed and that I've always loved the fact that the women in the podcasting community for World of Warcraft has been very much represented. And it's it's kind of interesting because I wonder if it really, I think it really does reflect uh, the population in general, don't you think? I, mean, I would agree. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's certainly, you know, there's people out there that have been playing it for four or five years. There, you know, there's, undoubtedly, there's going to be a, a percentage of them that, that get bored and, and move on to something mm. else. Uh, I mean, for me, I think, yeah, I, I'm disappointed in some ways with the, the dumbing down of some of the things that they do. But, you know, I, I understand why they're doing it. They want more people to experience more of the content that they spent all that time mm. writing and putting out. Um, and, and I'm enjoying, you know, getting to see more of it. Right. And I'm looking forward so. to getting to see more. And I, I think that if you are bored with WoW, I mean, I think the pro- problem, not the problem, but one of the finesses about WoW is that you get addicted to the whole social part. It's not just the game; it's the it's the social interaction, you know. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. if it was just a game with with no other interaction, yeah, I would have turned off years ago. Yeah, so I would never have bothered with. I mean, look, and I wouldn't know, you know, women temp and you guys and all that sort of stuff. So, the social element is is vital 
to the game. Yep. But you know, I, I think and I think if you do reach the stage you're just going, I don't even know what I'm doing, I don't even know why I'm here, then it doesn't hurt to maybe try another MMO and quite quickly take you, a break. Yeah. Yeah, take a break. Yeah. I mean I've taken a break more than once. I, I took a you break know. once for ten hours. <laughs> I did. You're, you're, you're special, though. <laughs> you, you are exceedingly special. When when my daughter was born, I didn't play for three months. Oh wow! Because uh, mostly because there were just not enough hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I had other priorities. But yeah, I think it's important that you just sort of step away sometimes, and it never hurts to try something new. I mean, I'm personally, I'm actually really looking forward to DC Online. Oh, okay. Thank you, Kyle. Oh, that was so interesting. And and I love the part about how Glanther was on uh, on Bind on Equip and was free. <laughs> and then we came back and put him in his altar. Uh, which is wonderful. I love him. I love his voice. And um, the whole thing of purging is just... I remember that. I remember being horrified by his ability to to delete a seven, level seventy character. And not only that, but the but the 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 casualness of mentioning it that way, right. talking about it. Right. I mean, I. It's like to me. Not only am I putting in my time and effort, but I, I get attached to these tunes. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. Like two, uh, yeah, right. And just to, to delete them casually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was great to hear from Michelle. Um, um, I guess maybe the next uh, blast from the past will tell whether or not I got my 6,000 gold. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for next nice. week. Thank you, Kyle. You do a great job. <laughs> and shout out to everybody on Jubathos and... Uh, now is the time. Now is the time I get to play this. We're clan of darkness here together. What's in an egg that we can't weather? Apocalypse. We've all been there. It's the same old boss. Why should we care? We're clan of darkness here together. What's in an egg that we can't weather? There's nothing that we can't face. How are the clans of darknesses and Control Alt Wow and Nevercoof and Worm Rester Cord and Animal Kingdom on on Earth and Ring? Earth and Ring US, yes. Yeah. Um, most of the clans of darkness are doing really well. People are leveling everywhere, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. On Winterhoof, you could tell that it's been a good week for uh, Rogue Slayer because a little bit green. I've seen her picture on Twitter. She looks great. Has reached level 10. It mm. has reached level 20. It has reached level 30. It's uh, a gnome. I don't remember exactly what kind of uh, great uh, Iron Man she is. Uh, I think it's the questing Iron Man because she got... Um, if she is green, I would... In the name, I would suggest she is green man. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure how um, 
Iron Man works now. Right. Uh, we also have my uh, Hunter on Earthering US in the Clan of Darkness II, which is uh, one of the Clan of Darknesses, which to join Clan of Darkness, all you need to do is send a submission, either written or audio, to uh, controloutwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. And one of our fine officers will uh, probably invite you into the guild, and uh, you will be most likely made an oracle for uh, your contribution, which we value greatly. As you can tell from Kyle, like there, there's never enough contributions. Always fun to hear from you guys. And uh, we have uh, the person who hit level 110, and we also need a song. Funny how time flies when you're having fun. Who's become exalted? We want to congratulate Greenlock for reaching exalted with Planet Darknesses and also a um, call on uh, Wormrest Accord, I think. Awesome, awesome. And uh, we have some shout-outs this week. I typed in there um, because uh, there, there's not been everything going well in the world this week. Uh, it's been a tough week for uh, Paris. It's been a tough week for uh, Texas and the States. So we want to thank all the healthcare professionals everywhere, the first responders, for all your hard work keeping disaster relief on track and pulling people out of fires and tornado paths. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray for those of us who run towards the fire while the rest of us bravely run away. Yep. And uh, that's that's it for updates right. and the leveling this week. All right. So uh, we'll be here next week, same time, same back channel. And yep. uh, I think we covered everything. I am uh, really looking forward to Noble Garden. Uh, this is the Prillian for the Horde. And this is Constracts for very, very closely being close to 50 characters. I think I'm, I'm like one or two away. So like I, that, that dreaded uh, warning. You you have no no more slots available. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to create another character. <laughs> Lizard says you can have them all on one server, but uh, you're limited. Yeah. <laughs> acquisition number nineteen. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye chat room. Bye chat room. You guys were great. Good job, Bye, everybody. Chat.